only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to the Body, Mind, Spirit Radio Network. Journey with us as we speak with mystics, researchers, artists, teachers, healers, gurus, and great masters. Delving into the topic of metaphysics, new discoveries from science, and ancient mysteries. Body Mind Spirit Radio Network can be found online at www.bmsradionetwork.com. Visit us for more news and information. Welcome to Tea with Gaia. Today's guest is Julianne. Julianne is an intuitive healer, workshop facilitator, and the creator of the Seeing 1111, a Global Vision Daily Intention Project. Amongst many other things, Julia Ann is a fabulous intuitive healer. She just relocated to Singapore from Australia 10 years ago. In her past life, as she calls it, she was a computer scientist and has a master's degree in artificial intelligence from RMIT University where she lectured part-time for several years while also working in her own consulting business. Julianne's currently immersed in the process of writing her fabulous book which will be launched on the 11th of the 11th of the 11th which is going to be called If You Are Looking for a Sign, This Is It. She is also currently really immersed in running the project Seeing 1111, A Global Vision. Welcome to the show, Julie. Hi, Gaia. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. So before we begin with your fabulous, fabulous work, (laughs) could we start with your journey? Okay, from my past life as a computer scientist? Yes. Okay. Uh, Well, I guess like many people, I probably always had that feeling that there was something else that that I wanted to do. And um, I had gone through some earlier challenges in my life where I did start on a spiritual path, mainly due to a a fairly debilitating high anxiety condition, Mm -hmm. which uh, got a lot worse when a lot of things started to happen, you know, piled up one on top of the other, which I think happened with a lot of people. Sometimes we can get through life and then we just get to a point where everything is just too much for us. Mm. And that happened to me. And around that time, um, it was suggested to me that I actually go and see um, a counsellor. Mm-hmm. Now, you can imagine at that time I was, you know, a corporate girl in my little suit feeling very in control of my world. And that didn't sound like a very good idea to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, luckily for me, my GP actually did some alternative therapy work. So I went to see him and he did some hypnotherapy with me. And it made a huge difference. And at that point, I started to meditate. And I have to say, my life changed then. And that was probably around 16 years ago. Wow. Mm. Then um, I had the very lucky opportunity to move to Singapore. So I was busily caught up in my work and everything in Australia. And by then, I had two children. Mm. And when I arrived here in Singapore, it just seemed like, you know, it was wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to create change because... Sometimes I think for a lot of us, the hardest part is actually letting go of the old thing. Mm -hmm. Now, making a switch to another country, that gives you, you know, it really gives you that chance to do that because suddenly you don't really have the option to keep your old job or, you know, keep in the old field. And it's very tempting because there's all those things like security and money and prestige. Mm -hmm. But I had a little bit of time and um, I really started to get quite... It got very intense with me, this knowing that there was something that I was meant to do. Mm. 
But I couldn't work out what it was. And it's quite funny because when I look back, I was actually going and buying books like, you know, What Colour Is Your Parachute? Mm, yes. That's <laughs> Those kind of career book. guidance books, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, unfortunately, they don't have a lot of stuff about intuitive healing in those books. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite funny, but I really was looking and I was, you know, maybe it's psychology, maybe it's this, but, you know, nothing felt really right. And it was one of those uh, serendipitous things that a group of my friends were going to see a clairvoyant, and I really didn't want to go. And it came down to the, to the fact that one of my friends was going to get a free reading if five of us went. So I said, okay, I'll go. And I just I think somehow I knew that this was going to be really, really big. <laughs> so I, I got to this reading and I was expecting all kinds of things like, um, you know, where I was going to live next or, you know, when you start an expat existence, that's often the question that people are asking. Mm. But really, I got a really big kick up the butt from my guide. And I got told in no uncertain terms that I needed to get on my path. And I said, wow, really? Like, what is my path? And uh, the clairvoyant just said to me, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> she was laughing. And um, she said, you know, she brought up all these words. She was very gentle, but things like psychic healer came into it. And it's really funny because when you, uh, your mind is sitting there looking at, you know, you're looking at this person saying, are you crazy? <laughs> but the other, the, uh, your guidance and your soul and everything is just screaming, yes, 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 this is it. So it all began from there, and uh, straight away I found an art that I really loved, mm-hmm. which is the healing art of, of Jin Chin Jitsu. Mm-hmm. I knew straight away that that was going to be my full-time work, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's pretty amazing that when you do the right thing, everything falls into place. Mm-hmm. So going home and expecting my husband would look at me like, are you absolutely nuts? <laughs> Instead, you know, I got support and it was mm. like that's fantastic that's what you should do mm. and um, everything just went from there and I think a lot of people will relate to this that when you really find the thing you're meant to do mm. you really don't have to worry about the nuts and bolts of it mm. because things just fall into place mm. and before you even advertise what you're doing you will have clients mm. um, it's just the right thing mm. so yeah I'm very 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 lucky and um, I'm so glad that um, it all unfolded that way. Mm. What an amazing story. Thank you for sharing this with us, Julie. Um, now, again, before we go into the signs, what, how, in what way do you feel your life is more empowered now that you've embraced meditation and the spiritual way of being? Also, since you have birthed kids and you're in a family life, has it enriched it in some way? Uh, well, interestingly enough, in terms of how my children and how we all are, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just made all the difference in the world. Because I think that really what meditation... What being on the spiritual path does for you is it it, it empowers you. Mm. So that whatever is going on in your life, you really understand that you're not a victim of it. Mm. You actually you're in the driver's seat, and you you can create and you can control to some extent with your energy uh, what is going to you know unfold in your world. Mm. So uh, it's really funny because so many people try to control in their outer environment, and we really can't do that, but we do actually have a form of, of some kind of control, which is, which, which is with our energy. Mm. When we start to really do that work, it's just so empowering, you know, to be able to be in control of your own happiness. Mm. And I think that's really the key to all of it. Mm. And uh, I think it's had a huge impact, actually, on my children. Um, and I hear the way they talk and the way that they look at life and, uh, wow, I wish I could have been like that at their age, you know, born with it. but. <laughs> And it's, it's it's amazing and it's lovely to get it when you're so young because um, empowerment is the key. Empowerment is the key. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's get into this fabulous topic about the signs. So okay. to all our listeners, could you explain what it is? Okay. Uh, well, we probably should talk about what we actually mean by seeing numbers. Mm. Um, I'm guessing that a lot of the people that are listening to this have actually been drawn by the title of 1111. Mm. So hopefully I'm speaking to people who um, are a lot of the people who will actually be having the experiences that I'm going to talk about, Mm. um, which is nice. 
because a lot of us have, I'm sure you'll all relate, gone through this feeling, beginning to feel, you know, at the beginning, like we're going a little bit crazy until we work out what's going on. But um, I might just tell you a little bit about what happened to me first, and then I'll lead into the 1111 um, project. Okay. So about, well, it was actually in 2005, I began to have this extreme experience with numbers, and I'm going to say it was extreme. Mm-hmm. I would even say I felt like I was being stalked by numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, I had seen 11.11 for years and years and years, uh, and I never really thought too much about it. It would appear on clocks, you know, often when I was in times where I felt like I needed comfort, it was almost like a little friend. But I didn't really ever go out and look at what that meant, and... Then in 2005, it was actually on the 5th and the 5th and the 5th, and uh, I was in Australia for my brother's wedding. And we hired a car with the number plate 555. So all of a sudden I started thinking, oh, that's interesting, you know, 555. Hmm. Well, then it started to get really annoying because the next morning, and you can imagine I'm there for a wedding, so we were having pretty late nights. I woke up at 555, Hmm. and I thought, something's really annoying but then it kept happening again and again and again and of course you know the logical person is thinking well of course there's something somebody's alarm is going off at 555 well that might be true except that then I came back to Singapore and it kept happening Mm. and not only was it like clocks but it was everywhere everywhere I'd walk into a room and it wouldn't even be you know, 5.55, it would be 8 a.m. and the clock would be on 5.55 and I would see it, you know, 50 times a day and my grocery bills would add up to $5.55. So, you know, there was really something going on. And So, uh, Julie, yeah. did you only see 5.55 or did you see the other numbers as well? At this point, it was really just about five. Okay. And I'm going to talk about how that leads into 11.11 in a moment. Mm. But... This actually led me on a journey because I couldn't work out what it meant. And and I just started to Google, you know, what is what is triple five and in numerology five mean change? Well, that turned out to be, you know, quite true as it turned out. But it wasn't really about that and it wasn't giving me the answers that I wanted. So I ended up having this day where I just, I really just thought, this is crazy. I'm just making this up. You know, this is as much as I knew I wasn't, but I'm just going to stop it right now because mm. it's really distracting and I don't know what it means. So I went and got into my car and at that point I looked down at my odometer mm. and it was on one, 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 one. Mm. So I just went, okay. So I can remember just sort of sitting there and throwing my hands up in the air and saying, well, uh, what does this mean? If you want me to know, you need to tell me. And as I drove home, I actually got a, a, a sentence that sort of came into my head mm. of something to go and type into Google. Mm. And when I got home, I did it straight away. And I found um, an incredible channeling by a man named Steve Rofer mm-hmm. um, from lightworker.com. Mm. Uh, I'll list this channeling on the thing 1111 website so people can have a look. But it was basically talking about the numbers and it was talking about 11.11 and then suddenly it all just, you know, clicked into place. Oh, it's all part of the same thing. Mm. But what was really interesting about it was um, that he was talking about the numbers as being uh, vibrational wake-up codes for our DNA. So lots of people are seeing these numbers and they're in their field. And even if you're not really, you know, understanding the meaning of it, it's actually having... An effect on you because we're going into this evolutionary change as humans and the numbers are actually at certain times coming in to uh, affect us to affect our biology mm-hmm. and to trigger it now how does this relate to now dorian virtue published a fantastic book called angel numbers yes. now how does this is there a correlation to these two or is it um independent well, I think it's all the same. And I think it's interesting that you ask that because when, I'm, when I've been writing the book, what I'm really trying to say to people is there's two different levels that you can look at the numbers. One level is, you know, it doesn't even really matter in some ways whether you know what's going on because your biology knows. But on the other level, there's the guidance factor. And that was what happened next was that I started to realise that the numbers were actually coming to me as a form of guidance mm-hmm. as well, so that I could begin to really interpret the number sequences that were coming. Mm-hmm. Because after the triple five came, mm-hmm. then, and once I kind 
kind of realised what was going on and started to, and I got Doreen's book. Yes. And lots of other information. I started to receive number sequences all the time. Yeah, because they say five, five, five is, you know, buckle your seatbelt and get ready because there's a oh, major life change going to take place. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, that's exactly right. And you know, her her book is fantastic, and I would really recommend anybody who's seeing numbers mm. to go and um, and buy that book. Um, there's also a link on the Seeing Eleven Eleven website mm. to one of her blogs where she talks about the number combinations as well, mm. which is actually quite useful because a lot of people see numbers not just as triples or doubles, but mm. in combination. So there is an element of guidance that comes with the numbers. And numbers all have distinct energy, which is what Doreen's talking about. You know, in terms of numerology, Pythagoras was the one who started to talk about numbers as being entities with their own vibration. Uh, and, and when the numbers are master numbers, which is triple numbers, or double numbers, they start to be much more powerful in their in their energetic um, meaning. So all these numbers are basically, you know, showing us a sequence of the flow of a cycle, and they all have a different meaning. And when you get different books by different teachers, they're going to maybe have a perhaps a slightly different interpretation of what the numbers mean. Uh, and what I would really suggest to people, and what I talk about in the book, is that start with a way of getting the guidance such as uh, Doreen Virtue's book. But you should always, and you can always ask if that's the relevant um, information for you because there may be special meaning for you uh, to do with the numbers. For example, when I saw the triple five, uh, as well as that being about change, there was a specific message for me in that channel that I found which was very relevant to me and to my path. So that leads us back to 1111, I guess. Yes. And... Um, what what the number one means in terms of vibration and what it actually means when you start to see 1111. So, like we've already said, the numbers are vibrational and number one is all about new beginnings, movement of energy, all of that kind of thing. Mm. So, when we have an 11, an 11 really magnifies that energy. Other people actually look at 11 as being a symbol of the two worlds. So um, one leg being in the physical world and one leg being in the invisible world or the spiritual world or however you want to look at it. Mm. So quite often uh, people talk about 11 and 11.11 as being like a connection point Mm -hmm. between the two worlds. So like a a doorway, a gateway, an opening. So that's why uh, when you see 11.11, a lot of people know that it's a good time to make a wish or set an intention mm-hmm. because there's energy and movement and there's this opening and this gateway. Now, when you start to see 11.11, what does that really mean for you? Well, again, I think it's uh, different for everybody. And um, for me, seeing 11.11, it's like what happened to me. So most people will, will start to see it and they won't think too much of it. And then it all starts to get a bit too weird and a bit too coincidental and... You know, and now I'm walking into a room and the clocks are flashing 11, 11 at midnight. You know, what's really going on here? And quite often people don't realise that it's happening to other people. And I think for me, when I when I found that website and I saw that it was happening to other people, it, it was there were two reactions, right? The first reaction was, oh, thank God. <laughs> you know, because I'm not crazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And the second reaction was, Whoa, well, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. And so I think that that's what, really what it's about, that when you start to realise that there's something going on, mm. it's then your journey to find out what that is. Mm. Because it might change your whole perception of reality. Maybe maybe you hadn't ever really thought about uh, this other world or this spiritual world or, or anything else. Uh, so it, it forces you to look at life in a different way, perhaps. Now, some of the information that's out there um, is it's very esoteric and it's all wonderful, mm. but I would just say really trust your guidance and find the information that talks to you um, for, what, for what you're looking for now and for meaning that you need in your life now. There may be some information that's very specific to your path. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you, Julie. Is um, are there negative numbers? Like, um, if you're seeing something, not everybody is um, open to change. Probably at that point in time, or they're too tired, 
and seeing a 555 could trigger a very negative, fearful emotion as well, being resistant to change. So um, are there numbers that um, can be considered negative? Yeah, well, I think you've you've hit the nail on the head. I think everything's perception. So I have to say, you know, when I see the fives, I go, oh, here we go. (laughs) Because, you know, last time around, you know, it was really, they, they did bring a lot of change. But what I would really like to say to everybody is, uh, to me, all of the numbers are really just a reminder to you that you're a creator, okay? Um, when you see 11, 11, send, send out an intention, make a wish, whatever. Uh, Dorian would say the twos are about holding the faith mm. that your manifestation is, is growing and it will appear soon. Yeah. So all of the numbers have a meaning. Uh, really, whatever you see, I think the message is just to keep holding your vision, your vision, holding your vision. If change is coming, great, because sometimes we need to go through change to get to where we need to go. But if you are in the driver's seat and you are holding your vision, you're doing your visualizations, which we'll talk about in a moment, uh, you are keeping your thoughts positive, you you know where you're going, or you think you know where you're going, then it makes a lot of a lot of difference to how you're going to perceive seeing those numbers. No. The other thing I would say is just when you see numbers, if you don't feel good when you see them, maybe you have a think about why that might be mm. as well. Mm. And um, now my question is, do we need to see them in threes? Do they need to, um, you know, synchronistic events and they say signs come in threes? Or if seeing it just once in the day is enough to know that, for example, if you see 55 once or 555 once, does it mean you know there's a change coming up and you work on it, or should we see it more than once? Well, I think that again depends. Um, I think a lot of people maybe see 1111 every day, maybe right. or twice a day. Uh, maybe you'll go through a spate of seeing a lot, and maybe that's to get your attention. Um, and there are people who have a certain number that they see every day as well. Uh, like my mom, <laughs> she sees she has her special number that she sees once a day. She's really happy when she sees that number. Uh, so I think it really does depend. But I think it's really about whatever gets your attention. If you just start to see a pattern emerging, and I know there are people, you know, it's amazing the number of people that will that will text or call and say, I'm sitting behind a row of cars, and that you know all the cars have got threes and twos in the number plates or Sometimes you just get a whole bunch of stuff at once. You mm. can't ignore it. It does sound a little bit mad, doesn't it? But I'm glad that we're all, you know, we're all talk, talking among friends here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, now, um, so did you go on to studying numerology or did you um, venture into that art at all when you recognized numbers? Uh, I knew a little bit about numerology because the healing art that I use Jinjinjutsu, which I'm sure this is no coincidence. <laughs> a lot of the um, the points, there's 26 energy points uh, that are sort of like chakras that we use in that in that healing art, and they are all numbers, and they are all vibrational entities that have got the energy of, of those numbers and are related um, in meaning to those numbers. So they're not just randomly placed on the body, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm. So I, I knew quite a lot about numerology uh, from studying but I haven't gone into an in-depth study because to me it's, it's, um, it's, it's not really about the numerology that people do in terms of you know your life path number and all of those kinds of things it's a slightly, it's a slightly different thing and again I think we you know we're human and we, we really like to put meaning onto all of these things and sometimes you know maybe we don't always have to know the exact meaning of things maybe we can just kind of let the energy Now, it's interesting because now we also are dealing with the 21st of the 12th of uh, 2012, the Mayan calendar ending, and um, everything seems to be generally revolving around numbers. Uh, Now, you launched this project on the 11th of the 11th last year, 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there any particular reason why you chose that I think there was, yes. What happened was that I was was really immersed in numbers because I was writing the book. And 
11 11 was just everywhere <laughs> and then i had um a, this doesn't happen to me very often if if anything i'm more of a, a clear cognizant sort of person i'm not a visual you know psychic or anything like that but i actually woke up one morning with a vision of this and it was very clear of this energy flow flowing around the earth mm-hmm. this positive energy intention flowing around the earth and i knew that it was based on 11 11 and I think this happened probably in about, um, I don't know, about September last year. And my first reaction was, well, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad somebody's going to do that because that's really, really fantastic. And, of course, it's such a great idea because it makes total sense. Um, and I'll explain why I think it makes total sense, you know, a bit later on. Hmm. But I went and started to look and I couldn't find anything exactly like what I was what I was um, seeing. I saw some things that had started and not really gone forward. And I'm sure there are other projects because, I mean, this is not my idea. This is kind of downloaded. And uh, then the, in the end, I think it was it was like, well, I think I'm going to have to do it, you know, and, and actually I want to. It's very exciting. And um, I think it's wonderful if we can all start to unite and do some kind of intention work daily. So in true fashion, it was kind of all in my head. And then all of a sudden, I just felt this absolute urge that, okay, well, that makes total sense. Um, I just got the knowing that a lot of people are going to start seeing 11-11 after 11-11-10 because there were, as you said, there was so much focus on the numbers. Mm. So, you know, we haven't really seen this so much in previous years, but you, this year it's everywhere, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you're really seeing people talking about this. And um, there's even you know big groups of people who are going to make a wish at 11:11 on 11:11 and all this stuff. So it's everywhere. And then something else happened, which was um, the New Reality Transmission Project. You um, do you know about this project? I would like um, you to share that to all our listeners. Well, about a couple of weeks before 11:11:10, an email went out uh, about this project that was put together by a group of quantum physicists. Which is pretty amazing, and they actually wanted to get a million people to all focus on an intention on eleven eleven ten at eleven eleven New York time mm-hmm. for eleven minutes for eleven days. <laughs> Very interesting, and I love the way that they put it. They put all of this stuff, and they said, "Why the number eleven? Oh well, there's lots of reasons, but it's just too complicated, so we're not going to explain it. But something to do with fractals and <laughs> stuff." So. It was pretty amazing because they they got a very good response, and I'm not exactly sure how many people did participate mm-hmm. in that, but it went everywhere. And all around the world, mm-hmm. people were doing this intention experiment together for 11 days. Well, not, a, not an experiment, really, it was, you know, real. And I think a lot of people did feel that a big shift happened around that time, a big energetic shift. So that actually was the next thing, too, that inspired me, and I knew that, um, okay, this is something that people will actually do. Um, it's the right time, it's the right year, and you know we've got to really all put as much energy as we can this year into creating the change that we that we want to see for our planet. Because we talk about a law of attraction and about manifesting and creating, you know, usually on our own, about ourselves and our own lives, but collectively we are creating the future of the planet. And when people talk about what's going to happen in 2012, well, you know, we're creating it. Yes. So what happens is going to be very much up to us, how we work together uh, to put together a vision for the future. So the idea of doing something where people could connect in together every day was actually um, very inspiring to me. And the great thing is it makes it makes a lot of sense because... Well, we've already talked about the energy of the one. So lots of people already do know to set an intention. Mm. I think if you read Doreen's uh, books, she will talk about that. When you see 1111, mm. when you see triple one, uh, set an intention or mm. watch your thoughts. And actually, that's a great reminder mm-hmm. um, to, when you see 1111, to do that step and to be conscious of the two worlds. Mm. And to say, you know, I am creating, so what am I creating with what I'm thinking right now? And, and how can I perhaps change my thinking and 
bring it back into alignment because we get caught up in our day-to-day lives. Now, we're in this amazing transition where we're not in a normal time. We're all still going about our lives, you know, doing our normal everyday things. Hmm. So it's very important to keep that connection. Yes. And we say there are 60,000 thoughts in a day and the question is, or the big question is, uh, how many of them are empowering and how many of them are disempowering? So this is a very gentle reminder to step back a little bit, take a deep breath and think, oh, that was a disempowering thought. Let me get into something. Um, I'm a co-creator with the universe, so let me create again. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's a fabulous tool. I the numbers, I really do. Yes. I think if you can... If you can Use them as little nudges and reminders. Yes. Now, what is your intention with this project? What do you hope to achieve? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I hope to achieve... Um, I hope that we all achieve um, a connection and, and unity and, um, and, and, and basically I, I see it like a, almost like a wave of positive energy that's going around the planet and growing. Daily, as more people come. If you're asking me how many people, wow, as many as we can. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, I, it's it's really one of those things. Though it's going to be really the people that are very that feel drawn to the project mm. that maybe see eleven eleven already, or there might be people who don't see eleven eleven, but they still feel very drawn to what we're doing and want to join in. Mm. So, but really, as many people as we can. Obviously, the more people that are doing it, the more impact we have. And I think we have shifted into an age where we are no longer the individual, but we are getting into the collective higher consciousness, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. And I think this year is about, um, I've heard it called the unity wave. Um, And that's also how I see it, you know. I think that's what what is really interesting about 11.11 is that so many people see it, you know, and it doesn't matter if you've been seeing it for 20 years and you're a light worker and you've done all of this amazing other work or whether you've just started to see it in the last few months. Mm. We're connected by that. It's unifying. Mm. And, you know, and I think it's so extremely clever that it's also a time. Mm-hmm. It comes up on the clock. Mm. So it's like it also gives us a, a point of focus. So when we can actually, you know, come and do this work together, because wherever you're seeing 11.11, other people are going to be seeing it at pretty much the same time as you. In the same time zone. In the same time zone. And um, and that's what I was really showing is I think sometimes when we do the worldwide meditation, we set a time and it might be New York time or, you know, I don't know, Zimbabwe time or something. And here's us, you know, maybe in Asia thinking, wow, 3 a.m.? I don't know. <laughs> and I thought what was great about this was, um, okay, you do it in your own time zone. You do it when you see 11.11. And also, you don't even really have to remember because most people already see 11.11 or a lot of the people already see 11.11 anyway. Mm. So it's not like you even have to say, okay, I'm going to set my alarm, but if you want to do that, that's also correct. Mm. But, um, you know, you're going to get that reminder to join in mm. and it's really just a few minutes a day. Hmm. The longer if you want to, and, and again, it's really just about coming back out of that. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, stressed because of this and that, and coming back into everything's good, everything's fine. What do I want to happen? Hmm. What do I see for the future? Hmm. And I think it's amazing uh, that when we are all at that 11-11 moment, I think it creates a wave in the world because the people who start the day earlier ahead of the others in the time zones have already felt that moment and set those beautiful intentions. And I think that creates the vibration which will create a wave across the world. And when, by the time it comes to the last time zone that reaches 11-11, the entire world is in a beautiful uh, vibration at that point in time. That's the, that's the vision. <laughs> yes, and uh, because they say, isn't it, uh, the flutter of a butterfly in South America can be felt in Japan. It, it creates atmospheric changes in Japan. So, um, you know, it's, it's, if a butterfly could do that, I think we, with our collective consciousness, can genuinely create amazing shifts. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And you know, part of what um, what we have a you know we have a basically an, um, a little recipe of what you might like to do at eleven eleven. And part of that is to really, after you have sat there with your uh, energy, is to really 
visualize that movement as well mm. and see it moving around and connecting with all of the other people because really, you know, there is no time. Mm. Mm. So we're all, we are all one. So if we intend that we're all, that we're all doing this together, then we are. That's so, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, tell us about um, how people, what, in what way would you like people to share their stories? Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, well, there are, we have set up a Facebook page, mm-hmm. and it, um, it's basically seeing 1111 at Global Vision, but uh, I know that if the people go onto your website, there's a link. Yes. The yes. Facebook page there. And there's, I will set up a discussion group on the Facebook page, and uh, if people want to share their stories, you know, they're welcome to come on and do that. Yes, and we would like to add here that um, Julie and I are both planning to launch the 11.11 radio show where you could call in and share your visions and your journey experiencing 11.11 with us, and probably it would be done on the 11th of every month. So uh, please yes. feel free to call in. Now, um, now when we talk about them sharing their stories, um, exactly what would you like them to share? Um, and also I had a question with that. Would you like them to, do, do they need to set only one intention for the whole of the year or could they have every day a different intention and then see that showing up? Well, that's a really good question. Thank you. Uh, I tried to simplify the um, the message that went out in terms of this is what you can do at 11.11. So basically, to make it something that everyone could connect into, then put together a vision of, of the future that you would like to see for the world. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this because it's really important in a minute about, about the emotion that needs to go out with that. But I would say do your, do your intention work. At 11.11, if you're the sort of person who who um, likes to visualise and, and do that kind of work every day, which is the, most of us we should do, it's great. I mean, it sets our energy. Then, sure, send out as send as many um, intentions as you like, and keep feeding them every day. You go in and water them mm-hmm. every time you see 11.11. Go back in and keep visualising and shifting your energy and basically growing those visions. So it would be really great to hear people's stories. I think, first of all, that may be funny stories about numbers because, you know, we haven't really talked about why we see the numbers or um, how our spirit guides help us to see them, but our spirit guides really do have a great sense of humour. So there's some pretty funny stories about numbers that I'm sure people um, will be able to share with us. Mm. But the other thing that would be great is really um, to hear how quickly uh, people people's um, intentions do come true. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, even collectively, look at what we're seeing in the world now. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Egypt. Wasn't that amazing? Just incredible that um, you have to think that all of this really positive intention is really starting to help mm-hmm. shift those sorts of situations. So whether it's something in your personal life or whether you want to hold a bigger picture, the main thing is really the energy because when we're creating and manifesting, um, the thought is one part of it, but the energy that you put out, which is basically the emotion, mm. is what is going to attract those events to happen. And what we've actually focused on in the Thing 1111 project is the emotion of joy because we see this as being one of the high, highest vibration emotions and it's also something that people can uh, probably connect into in some way along the spectrum. You, you can you can really connect with those feelings by thinking about the things that you're trying to create. So visualising that event, that that thing that's happening in your life, about to happen in your life. And if you have trouble bringing up those emotions that way, Mm. you can perhaps go back to a prior memory and um, something that makes you feel happy and just bring bring that happy energy in before you send your vision out. Very important to have that energy because it's the high vibrational energy Mm. that is what we want to send around the planet. Mm. Mm. So at this point, Julie, could you tell us why do we see the numbers of 1111 and tell tell us a bit about the spirit guides? Okay. Um, Well, I think we're seeing the numbers 1111 now because I, you know, (laughs) I really think that it's 
number one, we're we're being woken up. Mm. So the eleven eleven is seeing being the wake up code. It's the awareness code. Mm. Uh, how do we see it? Because you know you'll be in a room and the clock will be on eleven eleven, and perhaps you're the only person that actually notices that. But it's basically our guidance system, and it's our, it's our guides that give us a little bit of a nudge mm. and say, you know, maybe we need to just walk over there now. The one I love the most is when it's on the DVD player and the numbers are moving so quickly. Mm. How do you even look and see one 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 one? But you know, you do. So it's not a coincidence. It's really a very, very precise nudge. Or perhaps, um, you know, you might happen to see, to look at car number plates or all of those things that happen or sometimes you're in the supermarket and you just grab that one extra thing so your, your bill adds up to $11.11. And, 11 cents. Mm. and But it's basically our guides have a lot to do with, with directing us mm. towards those numbers. When we're ready, when it's the right time for us. Mm. So if you're seeing 11.11, it is the right time for you. And it's really about becoming responsible for your own energy. I think that's really what what um, this awakening is. Mm-hmm. About not, not being a victim and actually understanding that you are empowered. Mm. And that you have a responsibility for the energy that you put out mm. into, the, into the world. Mm. It's beautiful. Julie, could you share a success story with us? You've launched the project on the 11th of the 11th to 2010. Since then, do you have any success stories where you've sent out an intention and it's amazingly shown Well, I think, Maya, you might be one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, um, really, the, the project is really fairly much launched um, you know, it's all there. The basics are there. The groups are there. Twitter, Facebook, the website, the mailing list. And now it feels like it's the right time to get the momentum going mm. and um, to really energise the project. Because as you said before, uh, we were talking about this year in the Unity Wave. And in March, um, we're going to sort of step up to the next level and things are going to start to speed up. It's going to be even more important to watch our thoughts and and what we're putting out into the world because things will manifest much more quickly. So, uh, and I think, you know, that was always my intention. Okay, the next, this is the next part to really start to um, move the project along and then I had a phone call from you. So that was really wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for me, law of attraction is a very big part of my life. Mm-hmm. So many stories of things that have manifested. I mean, the house that I live in now, um, I met my landlady on the street. Mm. And the kind of house that I, that I have and that I was envisaging for, my, for myself and for my work, uh, I didn't even know it really existed. Mm. And there I, there I was. Mm. And it was almost like, you know, one of those, you, you're in Singapore, so you know it's mm. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's rare. But when you really believe and you don't get attached to how things are going to happen, um, then anything is possible. Yes. And I think that's the thing too about what I want to say about um, the 11.11 project is it's about the energy. So as much as we are putting out the vision, mm. uh, really it's about this very high vibrational energy because we don't even know what we can create. Mm how amazing it can be. We don't know always what's going to bring us joy. Mm. We, we want something because we think it's going to make us happy. And so, you know, the great paradox of the law of attraction and manifesting is, you know, you need to get happy to attract happy things. So that's what we're trying to do with it. Mm. Yes. Mm. Not just going to sh- affect the world, it's going to actually shift each person that does it. Mm. Because as you begin to shift your energy each day, you start to create changes in your own life. And sometimes you don't even know what those things are going to be. You know, you just start to put out this joy and then these things start to happen. Mm. I, I mean, I, I wasn't envisaging coming and talking on the radio, but here it is. Mm. And, yeah, and your guides have uh, been busy behind <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> very busy behind the scenes, exactly. And I think they're quite good friends with you all. <laughs> yes, they're having a party together. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about um, what to do when, when we see 11.11? Yes, please. And that's I, very valuable, yes. And because uh, and it, it's important to know yes. why. Yes. Okay, so 
so just so that I make sure that we, we're all on the same on the same page. So again, when we see eleven eleven, the first thing we do is remember, you know, come back. Where where have I been? Where have my thoughts been? Maybe I'm stressed. Maybe things are not going well. Hopefully they are going well. But just bring the energy back. And I would suggest just sitting for a little while and breathing in the energy and just telling yourself that all is well. Because that's the other thing that I really want to emphasise. There's a lot of fear-based information about 11.11 mm. um, out on the internet. And 11.11 is positive. It mm. is a wake-up. It is a good thing. Mm. It's, it's like a, it's a, a little sign to say everything's on track. So just know that when you see it and, and feel good. Mm. That's the first thing. The next thing is then to send out an intention. Now, you might want to practice it a few times before you do it and make sure you've got the energy right. Mm. So you want to have a positive emotion attached to that intention. And you can sit there for as long as you like and hold that vision and maybe bring a few other intentions in. And then once you've done that, please visualise the energy moving around the planet and connecting to all the other people. And that would be wonderful. Mm. Everybody does that. That's beautiful because we are sending pure, unconditional love out into the universe. Yeah. Mm. But the other thing that would be really great <laughs> if people wanted to uh, help with the project would be really to just spread the word. Mm. And I think, you know, a few years ago, if you started to talk about 11.11, people might have looked at you as if you were a bit crazy. Mm. But these days, you will be amazed to see 11.11. Um, so just, you know, maybe just bring it up in conversation or if you overhear somebody in the grocery store talking about it, then, mm. you know, send them, get them um, involved in the project because mm. it's something that we can all do together. I really believe that. I believe it, it doesn't matter what your journey has been and what you're doing now. We've all got our work to do. We're all doing different things. But just for, you know, this one time or two times a day, we can all unite and have this... Um, positive vision to come up in the book, which is going to uh, come out in 11, on 11, 11, 11. Uh, the book is really is very much about what we've been talking about today. It's about signs, it's about numbers, um, not, just, not just numbers, but there's lots of other ways that our guides talk to us as well. Mm. But it really is about connecting the dots and saying it's not just about seeing numbers, that's all very nice, but really how can I... Uh, use this information mm. to move forward on my own journey and how can you guys use these signs as reminders and we are in this we're in this time this amazing time we're mm. not in normal times we have to remember it we're at the end of this huge cycle and as much as we get caught up in the drama of our everyday lives we have to keep looking bigger and seeing you know what is really going on because it's not just about we, we can here to heal all of that so as you create and move forward and you know where you're going, it comes a lot it comes a lot easier to deal with a lot of these other things that come up in your life as well. Mm. But you just keep keep having a vision of where you're going. Because eleven eleven is also known as quite often it is it is called the light worker code. Mm. Well, it's the wake up code, it's the light worker, all these kinds of things. And this is the time that the really that the light workers are needed and and anyone who's seen 1111 is included in that, and, mm. and lots of other people as well. But mm. uh, you look at what's happened this year already. You look at there's some situations which we perceive as being very negative. Mm. Uh, there's the birds, um, you know, there's earthquakes and the cyclones. And then we have these amazing, wonderful events happening on the other side. So it's really, really important not to get caught up in fear. And why we are really doing this kind of work is that we are going to, we want to create what we want to create. The minute that we start to put our focus towards those fearful events mm. in a negative way and put a lot of negative emotion, and of course we feel bad, we're human, we don't like seeing these mm. events, but if you can really understand that you really, it's not helping mm. situation to be focusing on those events with negative emotion, then that's really important. So send love to those um, you know, to those situations. Take action if you can. Mm. If you're inspired and there's something you can do to donate or help, mm. right? But don't sit there, you know, being fearful and watching the news and getting caught up because 
that's exactly what we don't want. Mm. What we if we can just keep focusing back on what's good when something like Egypt happens, you know, wonderful. There's as much positive energy to draw on. Bring that into your visualization. If you want to think about what you want the world to be like, mm. wow, that was jubilation, that was joy. Mm. So, mm. so I think, and this is going to be an ongoing message, you know, throughout the year. Mm. This is the year of change. There is a lot of stuff happening. And I think the fundamental message we want to get across is that when you see the 1111, it doesn't mean anything negative. It's just a gentle reminder to just step back, take a deep breath in, and send out those powerful intentions. Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes, you said it so well and so much shorter than I did. (laughs) No, no. Your whole project is beautiful and you are truly divine. So... Thank you very much, Julie, for taking time off and um, sharing your lovely journey, your story, and this fabulous project with us. And um, to all our listeners out there, stay tuned because every month, Julie and I will be in conversation and you can share your stories with us in many ways. Lots of love and have a fabulous day. Thank Thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.